This is the Dice Tower Network at Dicetowernetwork.com. and taking names still a proud member of the dice tower network this is episode 19 the wait is over jen you see what i did there tony i kind of mixed in the biggest gaming convention of the united states with a very popular uh, scene from two star trek movies oh really yeah con oh i got See, I got see you. what I did there? Yeah, I saw that. No, not really until you said that. I was like, see, I'm, I'm covering two two pieces of pop culture crossover right there, just in that one one statement. So, I mean, well, I'm gaining geek cred with that right there. Yeah, didn't you just lose a little geek cred by not playing Settlers of Catan in a while? No, didn't I gain geek cred? I, I think that was a discussion that we were supposed to oh, have, okay. whether I gain or lost. So, okay, well, I don't. Nobody uh, ever really responded to me, so I couldn't tell. Okay, well, either way, you, you, yes, I'm, I completely missed it, but now I got it. Kant got it. I'm with you. Sorry, I'm a little slow. We're, we're actually. This is a morning show for us, so we're going to see how much better we are in the morning or late at night. And then we'll probably schedule around that because, you know, our, it was amazing. You know, recording at 11 p.m. at night will just throw you off. We'll see how we're going to do at 11 a.m. in the morning and see if we're any better. So, I think we'll be better, but that's just me because I'm not falling asleep at the mic. Yeah, where you hear that big thunk. Yeah, exactly. I tell you what. So anyway, but yes, um, I know we're not supposed to use time references, but you said this is Gen Con. In a couple of days, Marty, I'm on a plane, man. Yep. Gen Con 2013, your first excursion to the big event. I'm very anxious. You've done a lot of prep work for this. I'm very anxious. I just, the, I don't mind the crowds. I mean, you know, but I started thinking about it. You know, I've been to our local football Panthers here. By the way, did you see they won last night, beat the Bears? In a preseason meaningless game, yes. Well, you know, normally, what is it if they go um, undefeated in preseason? We have another outstanding season of like um, 0 and 7 at the beginning or something like that? Uh, yes. So, yeah, this is not looking good so far for them winning. No, but anyway, you know, I've been in those stadiums and, you know, you, it's amazing. 40,000 people will be at Gen Con this year. That's plus. That's, that's just a lot of people, man. It, it, it is. Yeah. And all crammed into, well, but it's a good size convention center. It's not small by any means, but it, the vendor hall will get crowded, which probably where is gonna, you're going to spend most of your time, it looks like, looking at your schedule. Yeah, and now let's keep that in mind here. First off, help, help me through this. Okay, so you and I went to Origins last year, and I was like, is this it? It's not that many people. And, and I'll admit that was the down year of Origins because of when they held it. But um, overall, you've warned me, you know, you need to find a place to go eat some food even though they're probably they're bringing in the foodie trucks right right okay you've been there twice is that yes. correct okay yes. um so what other little quick tips for my trip can you give me that you may be able to share with those that are listening well the the, the talk about the food thing that you brought up so there is a food court 
if you go through some uh, uh, crosswalks or some skywalks uh, to adjoining hotels, there are some food courts over there. Those are usually pretty packed. Um, so go during off times. So if you're going to eat, look at the schedules of like when things are uh, uh, planned. Like uh, at nine o'clock is like a common start time. A one o'clock is a common start time. So usually people try to eat right in between the uh, scheduled events. So avoid that time for eating. Okay. But they, they do have those food trucks out there. And last time I went, um, they did not have the trucks. So I'm not sure how that works. From, well, from what I've heard, that works very well. I'm just going out to the street and, and getting food out there. I just don't know if it's any cheaper than the convention food. I would assume it was. Okay. What about nearby restaurants? Because at Origins, you know, we found all those various restaurants. Is there places for me to walk down the street, things like that? No. There is nothing like the uh, North Market. Okay. There, there is good. nothing that can even compare to that. It's so it's downtown Indianapolis, and you work downtown. You know what's down there, right? So you're going to have this place where there's some generic food courts, things like uh, I believe there's a place there's uh, the food courts, Chick Fil A, Taco Bell, things like that. But then you'll find your specialized restaurants too, whether it be uh, Mexican or or whatever you're looking for. So there's nothing that really stands out. Now, I did see that Ruth's Chris, and they do this every year, they have a lunch special for Gen Con attenders. What, $25? Nope. I think it's like 10 Oh, okay. It's like but, a burger. It's a, it's a lunch burger. And, and you know me, um, you and I both, we've got kids fixing to go into college, so I'm all about saving that dollar menu meal, especially with that money could go towards buying a new game, and the list is long. Oh my gosh, I was amazed at how many games are on that list that I'll be looking for. That's unreal. But okay, so we've got Ruth Chris, $10. That may be a splurge. I hear you. There you go. Well, and you know, if you are trying to save money, there is always just throwing granola bars in your backpack and just munching on those throughout the day. I, I, I'm with you there. I have to go get some. I'm going to make a Sam's run today. So I have to stack up, uh, stock up on that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we got that going on. Food's covered. You told me to park over at the Lucas oil field area for some cheap parking. It, uh, yeah, that's, um, I'm sure there's a bunch of places to park. That's just where we found that was close. I think it's like two blocks away. So it's not too bad. It's easy to get in and out of that stadium parking lot though. And it's funny where we park, we're parking like right there at the stadium. And we're thinking if this was football season, this parking spot would be like primo for a game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now, it did used to be five bucks. And actually, you know, you're, you're a football fan and such. Just walk around Lucas, Lucas Oil Stadium. That is a nice facility. Well, I've been, you know, we have an office in Indianapolis and I've driven down there. You're right. That's a very nice. And I forget the name of the road that runs there that I had to turn to head towards Carmel, Indiana, 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 sorry, Carmel, Indiana. And it was a gorgeous area down there. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy looking at Lucas Oil Field, uh, seeing that that whole area. Um, But, yeah, it's probably going to be, you know, and and parking's fine. That's part of the the convention thing. Now, you can park at the convention center, right? I think you can there are um you know i talked about there's a cross a skywalk going to a neighboring hotels and stuff with food courts one of the things you walk through is a parking deck i don't know if that's associated with the hotel or the convention center though okay well very good then so if you do oh here's the thing i guess if if your company is helping sponsor this trip i guess you could just go ahead and splurge and pay at the parking deck uh, no, they, <clears throat> no, they're not sponsoring that part of the trip. So, okay. yeah. So no, I'm staying like, uh, 50, 20 minutes from downtown. That's where my hotel is for our office. So that's fine. 
but I was just curious, you know, you've got a park and I was thinking about all the swag that I'll be bringing you. And I just want to know how much I'm going to have to slough out to my car and bring it back. (laughs) Do you have a large backpack? Well, from origins, I don't know if you remember, but we had that or Mayfair gave us that incredible blue bag when we um, bought some games from them. Yes. Uh, um, And I was, that thing's huge. I'm planning on taking that and that, that will at least look not so stupid, you know, because it's a Mayfair bag. So maybe. That's maybe. true. And uh, the Stronghold Games this past year at Origins gave away a large canvas bag. You know the big canvas bags that people use when they go grocery shopping? Yeah. They gave away a free one of those. However, they were gone after the first day. So I don't know if it'll be there for you Friday morning when you go in. But head by Stronghold Games to see if they have them again for uh, Gen Con. I will definitely do that. I'll be there Friday morning. Uh, bright and early so that's pretty good but another one is i believe it's aeg that had this huge bag that i don't know if you had to buy something to get it or they were giving it away i have a feeling you had to buy something but i'm talking the bag was probably this long okay you see me in the video i got the video yeah i'm seeing it i can't (laughs) see his hands that's you know on the mic it's too it's too wide it's uh it's probably two feet three feet two two to two and a half feet long wide and about a foot foot and a half foot deep it is huge and people just carry it around over their shoulder and just stuff tons of stuff in there well you know when we get into our discussion on what we're looking forward to i'll be by that booth so hey there's that's an option there you go i like that so um also for those of you out there uh, be sure uh, you know being part of the dice tower um i know marty that they're doing their top 100s right the top 100 oh yeah Uh, eric's eric's summer yeah Yes, he's doing his top 100 right now. So, everybody, be sure to catch. Oh, excuse me here. Hold on. We got something going on here. <laughs> he's getting choked up over there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Whoa, that was good. So, anyway, but be sure to catch episodes, what is it, 21 through 30? Uh, yes. 21 through 30. That's just a spoiler. Everybody <laughs> needs to go watch his. Yeah, Eric Summers, uh yeah, he's doing the top 100 10 at a time. When he does shows the clip from 30 to 21, I have a feeling that that will be Tony and I's favorite 10 games in the list. Just without, it Without a doubt, I don't care what number one is, 21 through 30, top, it's going to be a screensaver on my computer. <laughs> I know that. So, so. Uh, yeah, a little, little tease there. I, that, and that probably won't come out for weeks. I mean, we're a week before Gen Con. He just released... Um, was it the one in the eighties? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we got a ways to go and I think he's probably releasing one a week. So we're several weeks away, but I'm sure we'll bring it up again at some point in time. Oh, I know we will. Um, I don't know Marty, if you know, the gentleman we played, Robert Burke just released a video. I don't know if you watched it on a recent Kickstarter. Um, no. Yeah. He, he did a video and oh man, um, Mechanics are needed for Mars, I believe is the name of the game he did. Very good video. So um, look forward to that. Any word from him on that game you kickstarted? Um, Battle for Souls? Battle for Souls, yeah. I have not gotten an update from Kickstarter about it. He comes to our game club uh, pretty frequently. I need to ask him what the status of that game is because, again, I'm, I'm very curious about that one to see uh, how it's doing. And he's already started working on another one. This one is not even shipped yet. Okay. Well, very good then. That's pretty good then. I can't wait to hear about that one. 
All right. Well, let's get going here before um, our time slips away from us this morning and we have to go eat lunch or something. So you ready to get off to the next segment? Uh, what you want to do here? I think this is going to, you'll go ahead and do at the table and then we'll talk about our games that we're looking forward to. Do you want to do something else? Um, i tell you what, why don't we, um, I'm good. Let's, well, let's go over to at the table. So this segment of At the Table, Marty went and asked the gaming club, what are you looking forward to that's coming out at Gen Con or around Gen Con or after Gen Con? Because after listening to it, personally, they hit all around there, didn't they? So Marty, let's hear At the Table. Gen Con, uh, number one for me, I think it comes out actually before, is Robinson Crusoe because of the theme. Plus, once in a while, I like to play solo, and I know he can do that. Uh, And similar, I guess the Pathfinder deck building game uh, looks like it's going to be really interesting and finally because I like trains um, trains from uh, AEG so Roll for the Galaxy is supposed to be coming out soon I don't know if it's going to be at Gen Con but if it is I really don't play that and I'm excited about trains there's probably a few others but yeah those are the main two do you know? yeah I'm not sure if these are Gen Con releases or not but uh, a study in Emerald um, Cthulhu Wars and uh, what's the other one? Oh, City of Iron are the three I'm looking for. I think they're, they're all fall releases. I'm not sure if they're... Any of you guys know any games you're looking forward to in or around Gen Con? Was, um, what is it? Uh, corporate America. Looks like a, uh, a riff on making fun of uh, Corporate America in the United States. And Dungeon Dice is supposed to be out at Gen Con. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Nothing Personal that's coming out. I got to play that last year at Dice Tower Con, and I had a great time playing that. So, And I kicked, and Steve Avery, Steve Avery's a great guy. I loved it. I kick-started it, so that's one I'm looking forward to. And I'm also looking forward to Morels, which was a game that sold out. It was an independent designer, and I heard a lot of great things about it. And uh, I think Game Salute is reprinting that, and that's going to be out at Gen Con. So I, that's what I want to try out as well. I did kickstart Dungeon Roll, and so I know that's coming out of Gen Con, so I'd like to see that. I thought I saw that uh, Titanium Wars was coming out with an expansion, so I played that once, but interesting to see what they've done for the expansion. I'm so excited for the Eminent Domain expansion. I can't wait to play that game again with the new ability to assault people. Okay, so as you heard, they did cover the gambit. There were games that were coming out at Gen Con a little bit after. On Kickstarter, this coming out somewhere down the road. So maybe I just caught them off guard or didn't give them enough prep time for that. Yeah, but at least they had answers for you. That's a positive. I mean, that's true. That's yeah. true. So let's talk about some of the answers they did talk about that were in around Gen Con. We heard the name uh, Trains a couple times. That's a game coming out from AEG, and it has been getting a lot of buzz. I hope you get a chance to go look at that while you're there. I'll, I'll definitely go look at it. Uh, <clears throat> it seems like sorry about that, guys. Um, it seems that you know there's been, there's been a lot of dice games coming out lately. Have you noticed that? I don't know why. There has been. But that's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, more so than the normal. But yeah, but anyway, I mean, it, it does seem to be get a lot of buzz going on. So I'm curious about that one. I I love the mention of Tom Vassell's game, Nothing Personal. Yes, I, I am so looking forward to getting to play that. I, that one actually, that might be on the buy list right now, and we'll talk about our top five here in a little bit. But that's a um, definitely a game not for your wife game. You know? No, it is not. And it's funny, when I saw him at Origins and he was telling me about it, and I said, I'm just going to step away, but I said, there is no way 
my wife would be interested in this. He's, I mean, even the back of the box, the warning says, you know, if, you know, if you're opposed to games where you stab your friends in the back and stuff, do not play this. And I went, Whoa, that, that's a good warning then for me. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it does look intriguing. I think it'd be an excellent game for our game club. Because we've got some backstabbers there. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> it would be. It and, would be. And two guys that we haven't had on are good friends, uh, Cecil and Ed. Hilarious. That night would be, oh, with those guys? That, that would be. be. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I mean, they never really got into cosmic encounters like I thought they would. But this one, on the other hand, is right up their alley. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the production value when you see the game is really nice. It is a heavy box. You, you, you'll look, you'll, it'll, it'll impress you what he's done with the design. Did you watch his unboxing of his game? I have not. Oh, that is, that is, hol- you know, all these unboxing videos are just stupid. What? We got this? And he flips the table. Oh, <laughs> I was- didn't see it. I got to go look that up. <laughs> go, go watch it. That's, that Tom is did it. Yeah, Tom did it. Okay. And I don't know which daughter is sitting there because uh, it's his youngest. Um, and I know that's not Melody. So anyway, we're dropping too many names here, but that's okay. But yeah, I definitely want to go um, see see that game come out or see that game. It's it's on the, if I enjoy it, I'm, it may be showing up on your table when we have our game night. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'd definitely play it. Oh, I know I will. And I mean, you know, Cosmic Encounters, you and I enjoy playing that. It does draw out because everybody's like, oh, don't know who's going to get the fifth planet or, you know, the fifth victory point. And we're just, it, it, that's where that game drags on for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So back to our recording uh, that we got. Was there any other games that stuck out to you uh, no. that you hadn't thought about? Most of those, man, tongue tied in the morning. Most of the ones that people mentioned, um, I had already thought about. There wasn't one that was like, oh, I didn't even realize that was coming out at the time. So, right. No, no nothing that really jumped out at me. Um, they, there were some games, you know, uh, what was it? Alex, who's been on our show before, the cool Cthulhu, what, what would he cool? Uh, that was Cthulhu Wars, but see, that's a Kickstarter game. So, yeah. I, you know, I, but he said that's supposed to come out in the fall. So, hopefully. Right. I mean, so. if that's the case, that, that that would still fit in. I'm not sure if that one would be there or not. Be interesting. To, I'd be surprised if it wasn't, though, in some form. Exactly. That was a very popular game on Kickstarter. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, no, nothing really jumped out at me. So let's jump into our top five here. So I know people are waiting anxiously to hear our top five. So let's. What's it? Bated breath? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't going to say, well, it's early morning, and I definitely, that's. Definitely <laughs> true. <laughs> That's morning breath. That's yeah, morning breath. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we both came up with our top five, and we have not discussed our top five. So I'm really curious to see how often Tony and I overlap. So uh, Tony, you want to give us your fifth one? Uh, my fifth one is along the lines of a deck building game, and I'm really looking forward to, and we. They, they haven't said it's coming out at Gen Con, but you've got a good, strong feeling that's going to be by Privateer Press, High Command. That, to me, is one I'm, I'm really looking forward to because we're in the War Machine area with IKRP, you know, and, and War Machine miniatures, though I haven't played it in quite some time. I'm, I'm looking forward to High Command. High Command will be available at Gen Con, the War Machine version. And, in fact, People may not, I may have said it before, but I'm a, I'm a press ganger and I have already gotten event material. And when you get back from Gen Con in September, we're going to be doing a high command event at the go- local gaming store. Cool. All yep. right. When? Uh, we haven't set up the time yet, uh, but it's, uh, it's supposed to be officially in stores 
the end of August, so it'd be after Gen Con, but they will have boxes selling there at Gen Con. Now, this one's for you. You also may want to make a beeline to the Privateer Press booth on Friday morning because they're going to have a limited number of hordes, high command Ooh. versions that aren't coming out until September. Okay, but they'll probably sell out on Thursday. Potentially, yes, unless they hold some back to each day. A lot of companies do that. They'll say, we'll allocate you know, 50 per day. Mm-hmm. so that everybody can have a chance to get them. So if that's the case, you may – because I know you're a Hordes player. You play Trollblood, so I thought you'd be more interested in, in playing that than the War Machine version. Either way, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I haven't read a whole lot about it, but just I love card games. You and I love card games. We've always have, and so any type of card game is going to interest me, um, especially on something I know a little bit about the history, and we've talked about this in our other game reviews. Just, it really does help when you have the background, and I know you have to develop it, but that's something. How about your number five? What do you have? Well, well hold on. No, hold on. Let's talk about High Command more because this is okay. my number three. So oh, okay. This is my number three, so we can spend a little time on it. I actually watched a t- tutorial video yesterday that Privateer Press put out on how the game plays. Um, I think it's really well done. The The gameplay is, the whole purpose of the game is you have uh, war casters that uh, you have, you pick at the beginning of the game, and depending on the war casters you pick depends on what resources you have to buy from as far as like the kind of jacks and units that you get. And then the goal is to pay resources to accumulate those armies to put out at locations on the table. And the goal is to conquer locations and locations give you victory points. And in the end, the person, the most victory points wins. So when you have a contested location, you battle against each other. So then it's your common, you know, strength versus defense sort of deal, but everybody has their own unique ability. You know, you might have a stealth card that says, you know, this person can't be killed unless there's no other person around or somebody else has an ability to kill a stealth character. So they take a lot of the mechanics that are in uh, War Machine and put them into the card game. So if you haven't had a chance, go out and check out the tutorial from Profiteer Press. I'll definitely go do that today um, while I'm out there cleaning up the garage. But I enjoy doing that, just having that sit. So, okay, well, you know, I guess the thing, though, Marty, for me, even though it's a great game for you know us guys that are out there playing, I'm kind of concerned, will it be able to go to the other tables? Is it going to be able, a game that uh, the family will play? You know, I don't know. That's, that's my concern with that one. But Right. And like you said, we're interested in it because we understand the history and, and the mythos and the lore behind the game. And we're going to see characters on those cards that we have models of. And by the way, have you looked at the the art for the cards? It is simply gorgeous. It, it always is. I mean, just just their models of hey, this is the model that we're going to have sculpted out, and then you look at the drawing, you're like, holy cow, that's man, are they actually going to have all that detail in there? That's be, that'd be incredible. Yeah. So that's your number five. My number three. So my number five is one from a company that people are going to be surprised about. Cryptozoic. No, not that. You're not your sellout. <laughs> Very, have you seen a game coming out from them called Gravewell? I, I've looked at it, uh, heard a lot of talk about it. I uh, haven't looked into it yet because, well, you know, I'm like, okay, so that's interesting. And, but no, I, I haven't done it. A is like a, into it. Yeah. It, is done, it is like a space race game. Well, I think the idea is either, I think it may be to get to the center. Have you seen the board? It's like a series of spirals. Yes, I've seen and it's the board. Either, yeah. 
it's either to get to the center of the board or to escape the board. But what I like about it is the board looks so simple and the pieces look simple, but I've heard that's just a lot of fun. And the, and the idea is that is that you're racing around the, the board. And I read a little bit of the mechanics. It just sounded really interesting to me. And it was just announced this past week that it will be available at Gen Con. They didn't think it was going to make it. In fact, we uh, one of the people that we follow and have chatted with on, on Twitter was the designer of the game, and his name just slipped me. But anyway, so I threw that on there because... I like games that look simple that, you know, let's, let's face it. When we pull out a Euro game, that's some really complicated boards you're throwing on the table with a bunch of little bits and pieces. Uh, compare that to like Cosmic Encounter, yeah. you know, where you got some, a few ships and some stuff in the middle, you know, a few planets lying around. It's a lot of fun, but there's not a lot of pieces to it. That's why it somewhat intrigues me. Plus, it's a racing game, and I don't have any racing games at all. Uh, yeah, I don't either, and... um that's interesting because I had heard that it was going to be in a demo there and I was definitely going to get by there and try it out and talk to Cryptozoic because I had fun talking to him in Origins, you know, last year and just see what was going on. And, but that's, that's interesting. So if I can, if I can get my hands on one, do you, is that the one you want me to bring back for you? Uh, no, not necessarily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, what we're going to need to do is uh, you're going to need to like uh, email me or text me or something at night. Okay, here's what I saw. You might like this or something like that. So, All right. Well, you know, you're building your account pretty well because you keep asking, hey, you give me $5. I can get free shipping here. And now, it's, oh, my gosh, I think you're taking my firstborn from me now on the account <laughs> we've set up. Uh, oh, and, and just one more thing before we move on. I also want to give a shout out to Cryptozoic for the, the thing that they did this past week or a few weeks ago where there was a lot of buzz on the, the Internet about the game that was kickstarted last year called The Doom That Came to Atlantic City. Yeah. where it funded oh, yeah. like over $100,000 and the guys who were supposed to put out the game basically backed out and sorry, we can't do it. We wasted the money. And Cryptozoic stepped in uh, working with the designers and said, we're going to pick up this game and, and publish it and we're going to honor all those people who kickstarted the game. We're going to get them a copy. So I thought that was a very class act on their part as one who has bashed that company a lot for some of the things they've done with their IPs. I just now want to step forward and give them credit for doing that. That was, that was class act right there. Oh yeah. That, that is incredible. And I've forgotten that they had done that now, you know, I enjoy at times their little card game, um, skulls fire. So I'd be interested in Epic I, battle wars I, at Mount skulls fire. That as long as that game doesn't drag on, it's a great little fast game. And I'm going to go by there and definitely talk to them about, see what they've got planned. If they've got another, if they're going into Mount Doomzor or something, I don't know. It, I, I am interested. I always like seeing what they come out with. Some of the things are, are fun fillers. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and let's face it. I mean, so I bash them for their stuff there where they go out and buy IP and slap the same game underneath it. Their original stuff is good, which is why I think Graywell might be good because it's not like they bought the DC or Marvel Universe and put a game on it. Right. I'm with you there. Yeah. No, okay. No. You're number four. My number four. Well, it comes down to, I was sitting here debating with it saying, oh, everybody knows how much I love the um, co-op games. And there were two co-op games on my list. <clears throat> and one of them that I didn't think was coming out until this uh, Christmas time. But according to what's been released on the Gen Con website, 
Z-Man is going to have in the lab there. I don't know if they are or not. I haven't been able to find anything else on the webs about that. But according to what they're going to do, Pandemic in the lab is supposed to be at Gen Con. And you know me, I love me some Pandemic. And what is special about this particular expansion? It it just makes Pandemic that much better. That's all that matters. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, There's something something to it. Is it teams? You'll have teams. You can have solo play. Um, one of the neatest things that I think is instead of having to go out and just do the old collect five cubes, da 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 da, you'll go out and you'll put cubes in the lab to c- come up with cures and things like that. It's uh, if it's there, I'm at the board, I'm playing it. Um, now I'll admit, and one of the things that irritated me was that you know, hey, you got to go out and buy, you know, the new pandemic. Okay, I did that. You got to buy the, you know, in the brink, uh, the new one of that, so that you can everything can coordinate well <clears throat> as far as the cards go, and then you can get in the lab because you can't add it with your old series. That kind of, but uh, let's face facts. I'm going to eventually get in the brink, and if in the labs there, it'll be in my bag because I just. Uh, the concept of of changing how you cure the disease and the solo play and all that i enjoy it pandemic always always is on the table every month for some odd reason good yeah i'm I'm curious to see how the team team play is so if you get it i wouldn't mind trying that yeah me too i I look forward to that one and i've always enjoyed the z-man co-op games um i can't wait to you know i'm hoping that they'll come out with some other ones from, and keep going on the pandemic series. We'll see how that goes. How about your number four? Well, since we are talking about co-op games, my number four happens to be a co-op game also. This is a game that is based off another game from Fireside Games, Castle Panic. They're releasing a game called Dead Panic, where the goal is you. it is a co-op game. You are members of a, a group of people. Members of a group of people. That's awesome, Marty. Um you are players that are stuck in a cabin and zombies are approaching from all areas around the cabin, just like in castle panic where you got the orcs approaching the castle. You have to try to destroy the zombies. And at some point in the game, a van will drive up on the board and you have to escape the cabin and get to the van. But not everybody may make it to the van. Only a few of you may only make it there and somebody else may get eaten and then they just lose the game. So we don't have any good zombie games here. Uh, I've always thought Castle Panic will be fun and we're always looking for a good co-op game. So Dead Panic might be the one I need to try. And I've, when I first saw that one, I was like, I, I have Castle Panic and I'm like, Oh man, if I've only I had realized that Dead Panic was, but you know, I bought Castle Panic so long ago. I was like, oh, this is awesome. I also like Marty in that game. I think if someone dies, they can become a zombie or something like that. Oh, I didn't realize that. That makes it even better. Oh, yeah. I think (laughs) they're doing that. If I, if I, what I read correctly, and you know, people will will correct us, yeah. Um, but I, if, if you die, you become a zombie. If I remember correctly, I think I saw, I think Tom said that on his um, Gen Con, um, one of his previews. Oh, well, well, see, that makes it even better because that means it's not like you're killed and you're out of the game. Exactly. You can stay in the game. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it, I love the, the van part of it. I like the, the, the whole thing. I was kind of concerned that it was a lot like Castle Panic. And so I was like, you know, I think it, it would have made my list had I not already had Castle Panic as one right. that I like. But for you, I think, I think you'll 
this will definitely be on your table. There, there. I think it will. Now, I think the official release is not until September, but I'm curious when you get there to see if they have any copies there or not. And I will definitely be looking. If not, I'll be demoing it and deciding whether or not um, it needs to be added to my collection as well. There's no doubt about Fan- that. Fantastic. Let's let's go to the, the fancy tape. Number three. Yeah. We don't have any of those cute things like those guys on Dice Tower do. We're I know. not that you know, high, highbrow. Uh, I'll, we'll get us some voices, and I'll, I'll get my voiceover people who still haven't shown up. Anyway, um, the, this one is probably going to be – I've been going back and forth. I've got a tie for number three, but it's all from the um, same uh, developer, okay? And <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I really want to, and I'm looking forward to, because I love the movie, Princess Bride, Prepare to Die. I know, amazing, right? I just want to play it. I, I want to see what it's about. I love that movie. And along that line, Game Salute, you know, nothing personal there, but it's kind of, that's the one I want to really look at at, at Game Salute. Um, Princess Bride, Prepare to Die. Just, it, it looks interesting. It looks fun. I watch, um, my daughter and I love, whenever that movie is on, we always watch it. We cannot turn away from it. It's like a train wreck for us. I know you've got three boys and you probably have never seen that movie. No, actually they've seen it multiple times and really like it. So my wife, Vanessa really likes the movie. All right. So, uh, so we, we've seen it several times and that was a Kickstarter game, wasn't it? I believe it was. Yeah. And I, I missed it completely. But what's the gist of the game? It's not just about princess bride. It's about, uh, is it quotes or, or what is it? No, there's one and, and I'll get the two confused. And the, one of them is where, you know, um, hello, my name is Ignum Montoya. Um, and I, I think I'm getting that one, but I, f- I was thinking this one was around the story. Uh, oh no! Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting them. I'm getting them confused. Prepared. That's the one. That uh, Princess Bride. Prepare to die by. You know. Okay, we're gonna have to strike that one, Marty. That's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> nice prep work. There. Thank you. <laughs> no, I got myself confused. This is the one where you go and you give a. Uh, um, my name is. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And hello, my name is something. Yeah, uh, prepare to die, and you use the two decks. It's kind of an apples to apples. That's not the one I was thinking they were coming out with. Okay. Oh, that's what I was thinking you were talking about. Yeah, that no, they've got another one that they're coming out with, and that's not the one that's going to be. Dag gummit, I completely screwed that one up. Boy, that's a good outtake. Hey, yeah. No, they, they've got two coming out on um, the Princess Bride. And, uh, oh, okay. And I forget which the. Oh man. Well, so it. it were those two the ones you counted as a tie? Well, I was going to do nothing personal and all right. Go ahead. And so, so yeah. So just imagine that whole two minutes that we just spent talking about, about a game it. we're not sure about. Forget about that. Nothing personal. Go ahead. Well, we've already talked about that one. You know, that's true. And so we'll just let's let's go to. Um, it's the Princess Bride. See, they've got two. They've got the Princess Bride, Prepare to Die, and the Princess Bride, the card game. And I thought it was prepared to die in the in the card game so game salutes coming out with and that's 2014 that's why i was getting confused it! oh well that happens it, it's a streamlined uh set collection game around the princess bride you know you you construct a scene i knew i'd read about this and i that's where i see i thought the prepared to die had already been out for a while so oh well I'm I'm in the dark over here. I'm not sure. I know. I'm sorry about that. I was just I was like, oh man, is that the deck building discarding tech 
trick game. So I so I screwed myself up there because I was thinking it was. I had confused myself. Oh well. Hey, that's hey, that's all right. It happens. Mm. You haven't had your breakfast yet. Uh, well, no, I, that was sad. But anyway, but why would you call <laughs> two games the same? The Princess Bride, the Princess Bride. You know, you can confuse your <laughs> customers here. The Princess Bride, the card game. The Princess game. Prepared to die. <laughs> And we're proof of it right here. Oh, ex- well, I am. You're not. You, you would have been if you had been if I'd been smart like you. My list would have, you know, been a little bit better. But that's okay. <laughs> Moving on, your number three. Holy, cow. we've al- we've already talked about my number three, High Command. Let's so talk we can about go it more. To, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let's go on to number two. All right, you go first this time. So I can make okay. sure I say the right name. <laughs> Why don't you look up your game and make sure it exists before oh you talk God. about it? It does exist. It's right there. Okay. Okay. So uh, my number two, and this, this one's not going to be a surprise to anybody because this is going to be a game that is going to be extremely popular at Gen Con. Everybody will be looking for it. It is the expansion to Lords of Waterdeep, Scoundrels of Skullport. Uh, this is uh, one of my top games, as you'll know, from uh, last year. Uh, as a worker placement game, I think this game still holds up well as I keep calling it an entry level game. But you know what? For me, I just like bringing this game to the table. If I just want to get a quick taste of a worker placement that I know is not going to last for hours and hours, this, this is the game. And they're adding what, what's so brilliant about this expansion, Scoundrels of Skullport. It's actually two expansions in one. You actually get two additional boards and you can use either one or the other or both together to make this this one huge expansion. But they're having a new element that's introduced into the game, a resource that's called corruption. And what happens is during the game, there are, uh, if you've ever played Lords of Waterdeep before, there are uh, quest cards that you're trying to uh, fulfill. Well, some of the cards you have to take a corruption token uh, to in order to complete the quest, but if you do, it's like a really good quest. You get a lot of points for it. But over the course of the game, you want to try to get rid of that corruption because at the end of the game, any corruption that you have will count negatively against your victory points. And the more corruption, there is a corruption tracker that comes with the game. There's there's so many corruption tokens put on the uh, each marker of the tracker. And like the first marker, if you take all of the tokens off of it, It'll say like, okay, all tokens are, are worth minus one. If you start taking more corruption, they'll be minus two, minus three. So at the end of the game, if a bunch of corruption tokens are out on the table, you're going to be taking a lot of negative uh, points. And you can get rid of them one or two ways. You can put them back on the track or totally remove them from the game. And the mechanic of removing them, the, moving them from the game is unique because if I take a corruption and put it back on the board, you're actually helping everybody else because you're decreasing... The, the impact of that corruption by putting it back on, on, the, on the board, if you kind of follow what I'm saying. If you move it from the game, well, then it's, it's just gone, and it doesn't help the, the impact of the other corruption that's out on the table. So I think that is enough of a new dynamic that is really going to make this a, a fun game, and I'm really anxious to try it out. I, being a excellent Lords of Waterdeep, notice I left out the Z, Marty, um, player. First time. First time, yeah. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to you picking that one up as well so that I can continue to my track record of being the individual who is uh, always, you know, making sure, scaring you. You never do know when I'm going to win that game. You know, <laughs> never do know. So that's, it is. It is an incredible worker placement. I look forward to that. Um, 
because you're right, it, that, that extra element they're adding, the, the corruption. I said that right, right? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, that I, th- I think that's always good to, to bring in. It adds to the game. Look forward to all the other elements that they'll be adding. So, yeah, no doubt. That's a, that's a great number, too. And the um, by the way, this the other expansion that comes with it. It's like you're going underground or under a mountain or something. So it's like you're going into a dungeon or something like that. So there's the other board that actually has additional places for you to put your workers mm-hmm. uh, that that allows you to do different things. Oh, and the other big thing, they're adding a six player. So now you can play six players oh, instead huge. of just five. So that, yeah, now, that that's a big one. So now the game can last two three hours now no i'm kidding (laughs) i guess it would last a little bit longer but that's that's exciting to uh and you know we talked about this for last year when we talked about lords of Waterdeep. it's like there's an extra spot on the board for a six player so we all knew it was coming oh yeah without a doubt all right well my number two i'll have to admit i won't get much play on this game thanks to you and doing your little intro today whiz kids Star Trek Tactics. Really? Yes. I am stunned because that's a little miniatures game. I know, but I love Star Trek. Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, and, and thus this all works together, Jen. Come. Yes. See, 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 see. There it is. But no, um, I've been looking at getting into a game like that. Obviously, you know the other um, big name game that's out there by fantasy flight you know star wars x x wing x wing and we've been really um talking about you and i've saying you know we've we really wanted to do leviathan um from catalyst and well what about star wars x wings you and i've been looking for that next two-player game that we can do that doesn't involve painting and (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i love the star star trek universe Without a doubt, um, it would probably be one of the, I'm, I'm wanting to do a tactics-type game like that. You're doing that, what is it, um, with your father? What's that game? Wings of Glory. Wings of Glory, right. But see, I would love to have a tactics game out there that I could pull out, show up. You know, you and I could play a couple times, even, you know, at, at your local gaming store here. Just I just want to, uh, one of those games. I, I've, I feel like that's a game that I don't have in my library that I'm missing that I would really enjoy. I'm card heavy right now on a lot of my games. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm looking for that. And I think, you know, I, I look forward to WizKids. Uh, I'm sure they're going to do a great job with it. And knock on wood. Hey, it's the Star Trek universe. You cannot mess it up. All right. There's too <laughs> much stuff in there, you know? Well, I, you know, I got a chance to talk to um, the gentleman uh, from WizKids at Origins, and we talked about that game quite at length. So hopefully you'll get a chance to talk to him, too. And it was, it was, it was big at Origins, and a lot of people are excited about it. Uh, me, I tend to probably fall more on the uh, Star Wars side. So I'm really curious as once the Star Trek comes out to really see the differences between the two games because, as we've talked about, X-Wing is a very, very popular game. Oh, it's yeah. won a lot of awards. Uh, it's hard to keep the product in, in stock with, with the new models coming out. And in fact, just recently, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Will Wheaton on the tabletop played X-Wing uh, with Seth Green and a couple other people. And that's just going to help the game even more like it really needed any. But um, and it just it just looks like a fun game and yes t- a good tactics game where you can just bring out miniatures put them on the table and it's got the pre measured sticks for you so you're not pulling out rulers 
Um, you still got some dice rolling mechanics. I'm really curious to see how that is too. So I'm, I'm curious to get your take when you see it out there and see what the, uh, the actual models look like. Fantasy Flight does a great job on their um, Star Wars models. Right. So hopefully the Star Trek models look just as well. I saw prototypes at Origins. They hadn't been painted yet. And, I, and it's Star Trek Attack Wing, not Tactics. My bad on that. Um, but because uh, I'm just thinking, you know, you know, tactical type game. So right. I, and I really look forward to that. And but what concerns me is the um, the you like you said Star Wars is very popular. Is this going to be overshadowed? You know, you always have that concern. That something's already to the table, and what happens to it over time? You know. Yeah, and my, my question is, if somebody's already investing in an X Wing, and you and I have talked about this, getting into that game is not cheap. No, uh, getting into Star Trek won't be cheap either. Will people want to invest into different games that play very similarly, but the only difference is it's a different universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure uh, people will. So I will be curious to see how it compares in popularity uh, to X-Wing. I guess we can find out which is more popular, Star Trek or Star Wars. Yeah, and I hope I can get, I hope they have some left, but because at the Gen Con, WizKids is going to release and commemorate, oh, yeah, like I screwed that word up, the release of Star Trek, Attack Wing reading all, right off the side, uh, site. Um, they will offer attendees a limited promotional captain card of Con. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Um, People, none of this was prepared. See how it just falls yeah. in together? It's just amazing. Magic is happening right before your ears. Unfortunately, you're all probably, your ears are bleeding. This Con <laughs> exclusive will be included with the purchase of Attack Wing at the booth and will also be available as part of a prize package for players who participate in the miniature tournament being run throughout the convention. They're full. I know that. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can see if my timing will work out. I'd love to just go play it. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yep. So without a doubt. And here we go. Number one. See, now if you had carpet in that room, you wouldn't have had that echo. Well, that's why I did the echo because it's like, you know, it's like a special effect and I just used the room acoustics to pull it off. Good job. All right. So what's your number one? My number one. And this probably wasn't number one until I really started reading into it about three or four weeks ago. And now I'm just so excited about it. Paizo is releasing a game called the Pathfinder Adventure card game. For people who uh, may not know, Paizo is the creator of the extremely popular Pathfinder RPG and is probably, you know, it is, it's the number one seller, even taking out D&D at this point, uh, when you look at quarterly sales. My two sons, uh, my older sons, both play Pathfinder. In fact, uh, today, they've, my older son actually has friends come over to play a Pathfinder game, the full role-playing game. And the Pathfinder Adventure card game is... They call it a deck builder, but looking at the mechanics, it's not really a true deck builder. At the beginning of the game, you get a character, and they're going to have a bunch of different characters to choose from, and that character starts out with a certain number of, uh, of uh, weapons and abilities, and you put cards out on the table, and you play through scenarios. Number one, that was one thing I really liked about it. A scenario-based game where 
you say, I'm going to approach a location and there's a deck of cards and you're trying to find maybe a treasure or open a door or something. And as you go through the cards, you may have to fight monsters and you, you roll dice just like you do in the Pathfinder game. It's based on the same uh, set of polyhedrals, you know, uh, D4, D6, uh, D8, D10, uh, uh, D20, whatever. You, so you got it. They give you a set of all those dice. So it's, it'll be a fun dice rolling game. And as you beat the monsters, you can gain XP. You can... Uh, when you loot, you actually can uh, look through cards that give you maybe some a better sword, some better armor. You're trying to complete the scenario. And after you complete the scenario, the scenario is part of an ongoing campaign that's going to take a year. What they're going to do is release bi-monthly campaign packs that will continue the story over a course of a year and then start a new story the year after that. And what you do is you go from each campaign to campaign, you use the exact same character. So let's say I just finished a campaign and I got a better sword. That sword replaces the sword in my deck that I had before because it's a little bit better. And as you play through the campaign, your guys get stronger, your entire party gets stronger, and the campaign gets tougher. Now, why this really appeals to me is we bought Descent from Fantasy Flight last year and really, really enjoyed that game because I like the idea of our family playing through a campaign together. The two things that's really held us up from playing that game is it takes a lot of time to set that stuff up. And also, we need to have a GM, a game master, to run the game uh, who controls the monsters and such where everybody else gets to play and level up their characters. So one of us kind of feels left out. This game doesn't require that. You're playing against the game itself. So it's, it's a 100% co-op game. Uh, the art looks really good. The price point looks really attractive. I am really excited about this. This was even mentioned on our At the Table segment. Somebody had brought this up. So that is my number one game, Pathfinder Adventure Card Game from Paizo. And I'm going to live this game through you um, because... Like you said, all this continuing the sequence and all. Um, deck building games haven't really <clears throat> made it into the house over here, and the fantasy is not side. So, hey, I'm looking forward to playing that over at your house and and, uh, and give it a try because, I, like I said, love those card games. So definitely I can understand why that's your number one, especially with the love y'all got going on, the the man crushes you have going on with, with, with Pathfinder. <laughs> with Pathfinder, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not just me. It, this is definitely going to be our family thing where we can sit down at night or a weekend and play through a campaign and just keep it going throughout the whole year. So we're really excited about that. What's your number one? Because I, I have no clue. I don't even have a guess at what it is. Well, um, my number one, yeah, it's probably, okay, over here we've – begun to fall in love with worker placement games okay mm-hmm. which really surprised me yeah pandemic's still up there um um you know i recently you know pillars is number one over here as far as playing and then all of a sudden i got you brought me power grid from origins family loves power grid um i know that's not worker placement but anything along those lines the management the worker placement has really gotten to be one of the top games over here and i think you know, for me, I hadn't heard of this game, and I was watching the preview by you know Tom and Z, and they mentioned this small company called Baksha, B A K S H A Publishing. Okay, they've got maybe five or six games under their belt, but they're going to release at Gen Con. What's he building in there? It's a worker placement game where you are a mad scientist, and it takes me to Doctor Evil. <laughs> you know. <laughs> One million dollars. Yeah. And and then I start thinking of Dr. Horrible, you know, 
Who do you think the what was Mad Horse? I haven't watched it in so long. Bad Horse. Bad Horse and his Bad Horse. Bad Horse. I'm sorry. I'll start singing the whole team thing. So we better keep going. And and his nay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He he says, and it's an actual horror. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a spoiler alert. Spoiler. Sorry. Oh, I gotta watch that again. If you haven't seen it, go check out Doctor Harbaugh's sing along blog. Highly recommended. Okay. Is it number two coming? Uh, He said it probably won't happen until after Avengers. Okay. Anyway, so. It's a worker placement game where you're doctors and you have henchmen and you're requiring resources, obviously, and shops and gold and all this, and you're trying to build machines, and it scores you victory points along those lines. Um, 25 to 30 minutes per player, so four players, you're looking at a two-hour game. The, the components look incredible, um, You know, good, good quality stuff. I'm really, really looking forward to, to getting that one. Um, in all honesty, it, it's probably in the card as well when I get there, um, because you know I, I like I like the worker placement games. I like the individual components of it. It's no, it's nothing like you know stab that person in the back. And this one is different enough. You know, I've been always looking at uh, Minions games, um, the Manhattan Project, and they've got a release coming out at Gen Con. But I the think this one, yep. the expansion. I'm sorry. Um, this is just, you know, you must complete your doomsday machine and have an escape plan. You know, hmm. I, to me, that's just, that's just right up with stuff I enjoy. You know? <laughs> that's a great theme. In fact, uh, just this past week, Tom did a review on it. So I don't know if you've seen it yet. Yes, I have. And he really, really liked it. He and, did. Okay. Um, he, he was like at the end of his um, video, he's sitting there going, Oh, this is a great, incredible, totally Im- Oh, just love the game. Like Tom has any credibility. Yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, a lot. Um, so, you know, if, if it wasn't for, you know, my game coming out anyway. So um, <laughs> I'm sorry, right. Tom. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. At the end of every review, <laughs> if you're not going to get nothing personal, which you should, this is the game you should get right here. Uh, no, I'm, we're just kidding. So um, anyway, especially, I'm, I'm, I'm glad this is coming out right before Gen Con. Anyway. <laughs> So, but th- those are our top five. Don't ask me to go back over them again because the papers are all over the floor. Um, <laughs> but so if, if you're out there, we'd love to have comments from those. Um, what are your top games coming from Gen Con? Love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, what did we miss? We know there's some Marty for me. There's a lot of games out there that, you know, weren't on my list, like from, uh, ILO Phantom society. I'm always, it's, interested. it's yellow, yellow. Sorry. Why do I say I, I always do that. because yellow. it looks like it. And we got corrected at origins. It's yellow, yellow just like yellow. the color. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same way, man. There were a lot of games that I could have, I guess we could have done a top 10, but we're trying to keep it small. I'll be honest with you, I'm interested in that trains. I'm interested in trains and stations from um, AEG. I'm interested in the obligatory Cthulhu expansion for Smash Up, which may, may actually be the thing I get you to pick up for me. Um, what was that? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What? Why weren't you paying attention? Because you were going through them so fast that I was trying to record them all. So what was the last one you said? <laughs> obligatory Cthulhu expansion okay. for Smash Up. Gotcha. Uh, that'll be a big one. So yeah, there are there are so many good games coming out, and that's just that's just our kind of uh, our our top five, except for that one weird Princess Bride game. That I'm not sure what that one's about. But, Don't even yeah. go there. Um, <laughs> the Gale Force Nine Firefly, you know that one. I will want oh yeah, um, uh, which actually some early reviews say it's actually pretty good. And, you know, I'm usually very skeptical, skeptical of IP stuff and I'm really skeptical. Ske- God, I can't say the just word. Just keep moving. Okay. I am skeptical 
of especially things that try to mess with Firefly. I am a brown coat, 100% brown coat. Do not mess up that universe. That's uh, a warning. I, yeah, I understand. I know that. And then um, what was the other one that I, that was really you know out there that I thought would be a, a great one? God, it just left me. I had it uh, just a minute ago. But anyway, here is a Metro City game salute. That's another one that's going to be coming out. That's a that's in, looks to be very interesting. That was a Kickstarter, if I remember correctly. Um, they they were going to do. And there was, oh, man, it, it just, oh, um, Robinson Crusoe, Z-Man Games, that's it. Yes. Uh, that um, was actually mentioned at our uh, At the Table segment. Somebody it, mentioned Robinson exactly. Crusoe. So mm-hmm. uh, if it wasn't for um, In the Lab, you know, mm-hmm. Robinson Crusoe. But that one looks a little long for my gaming group, you know. Got it. So, but anyway, our top five. Love to hear from everybody. And uh, anything else? That's it. Move on. Well, Marty, another show under the belt. Um, coming to our closing comments here. Once again, I'm very anxious about next uh, coming up Gen Con, going there, first time there. Hopefully, you know, I appreciate everybody. I've, we've seen some Twitter posts about they're going to be looking for this clueless guy walking around the um, convention center. That will be me wearing his um, Rolling Dice Taking Names t-shirt. I'm all excited. And also, you may, if you're following us on Twitter, um, we've got a, I've got another shirt that, you know, be given away there. So it'll be a, a large. So if you see me and you come up to me and say, you know, I just heard your podcast on Gen Con or something, we'll come up with some way for me to get it out there for someone to, else to wear. Um, that will be outstanding. As far as what I got planned for that week, Marty, you know, I'm, I'm first off, I'm very excited. Um, Tom has has offered up some opportunities for the network and i've jumped on those um first off wednesday night uh, i get to uh, attend an event with them that is outstanding unfortunately thursday i have to work friday my day is incredibly i I didn't realize marty how packed it was until i put it in the calendar (laughs) um you know it starts off bright and early nine o'clock i'll be interviewing game salute ceo dan yarrington Uh, i'm really really looking forward to that um unfortunately it'll be my first interview there and so it will be kind of rough and i hope he forgives me for that that should be fun um then we move into uh, I'll be interviewing other designers from Game Salute throughout the day on Friday, I'm going to Fantasy Flights in flight, and then, of course, attending that evening the Dice Tower um, uh, live show that they're doing at 8 o'clock. I'll be there. So I'm really looking for Friday. I will be worn slam out Yep. at 3 o'clock, got the Game Salute thing, as well as just walking the floor, and I'm hoping that you know um, I'll be able to talk to other vendors. Saturday, um, I know I'll be on the floor again um, at 9.40. I'll have an interview with um, Privateer Press, um, which I'm really, really looking forward to. That that should be, I'm sorry, not Privateer Press. I'm sorry, 2 o'clock is Privateer Press. And then um, 9.40 is um, Catalyst Game Labs. I have them at 9.40 in the morning with Randall. I'm sorry. I apologize for swapping those. I was looking at the wrong times there on my calendar. So Saturday, I'm really looking forward to talking to those two major companies in the gaming thing. And then, of course, the Dice Tower Dinner and then the Secret Cabal podcast that evening as well after the dinner. Hopefully, they'll have a chair for me and I can be able to sit in and listen to that. Then Sunday, recover, fly back home here to Charlotte and just sit here and say, oh my gosh, 
I can't believe we I did this. I appreciate you looking out for me and getting me uh, the ability to go there, Marty. That's just outstanding. It's going to be very exciting. I am both equally excited for you and jealous of you at the same time. So I'm glad you get to experience it. I've I've had the privilege of going twice, and I do consider it a privilege because if you haven't gone to Gen Con, you need to go at least once if you're into board gaming. So I'm glad you're going to get to experience it. And as we talked the other day, you know, both of our oldest children will be entering into college next year, and I bet you anything it's going to be their opening weekend will probably be the weekend of Gen Con, which may knock us both out next year of going so it may be a while before we get to go again. Uh, you mentioned, what, what are you doing uh, Wednesday night? Uh, you're doing something with Fantasy Flight, aren't you? Well, yeah, that's I'm going with Tom. Um, Fantasy Flight um, is having something over there, and I don't really have a whole lot of information on that. Other than he said, hey, if, if anybody's interested in attending this, come on. I said, yeah. Yeah, because I actually just noticed that they've they're going to be giving out their new Age of Rebellion role-playing game guide. And, you know, last year at the in-flight report, they gave out the beta version of the role-playing game. Guaranteed you're going to get a copy of this, which would be kind of cool. We don't play it, but it'd be just kind of cool to have that and uh, look through. And, you know, we didn't even mention Fantasy Flight and games we're looking forward to from them because there's going to be something that's not announced. So what I'm excited about to hear from you is Wednesday, they may announce something that night that's going to be at the show that nobody's known about. Yeah, and I, I look forward to that. You're right, Fantasy Flight. So just give us something, Netrunner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, guaranteed there will be something Netrunner there. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we finally got a chance to try out the new expansion this week. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. We hadn't set Netrunner until the end, did we? I waited nice for job. it, man. I, had, I waited I for it. To, I totally forgot. Um, yeah, so, you know, Fantasy Flight just has incredible products. And I just, they always keep something up their sleeve until Gen Con. So I'm yeah, really I'm, curious w- what it is. I'm hoping to see, what is it, Planet Steam? Is that their... God. Yes. Please yes. let me know about that because yeah. that's one Vanessa would be really interested in as a uh, steampunk lover. Yeah, and it's, a, you know, once again, it's an economy game. And I'm, uh, like I said, those are becoming top games here at the house. So no Yeah, economy games are great. So, yeah, you, you are packed. And, in fact, I need to actually contact one or two more people to see if you can talk to them, too. Um, yes, same here. I'm, I'm hoping to get up with um, Tasty Minstrel on Saturday. Um, yep, and, and I need to uh, contact the guy I talked to at Origins about Star Trek Attack Wing, since you're very interested in that, and get some more info on that. Oh, the only thing that makes that better is if Jerry Ryan was there. Oh. <laughs> In fact, did you see the uh, oh, yeah. tabletop oh, where Jerry yeah. Ryan was? She's still looking pretty good for her age. Hey, I watched Body of Proof, okay? You know, where, <laughs> oh, what does um, Delaney play on Batman? Gosh, she's the voice for a character on uh, Catwoman, I think. God, I can't remember. Dana Delaney? Yeah. Isn't she? The, Dana Delaney was Lois Lane. Lois uh, Lane. Superman. Yeah. And she was also something in the Batman animated, I thought. Uh, very good. Very good uh, possibility because a lot of those people do multiple voices. Yeah. So anyway, but um, enough about Gen Con. Let's go on to something more important that our listeners are very interested in. The $50 giveaway um cool stuff inc if you would marty just tell them all about that we've got you know we've already had our first sign up but go ahead yeah so yeah we decided that we're going to do this contest and and go over two or three phases and the first phase was just go out to our guild page on the board game geek and just subscribe to us at the end of the month we're going to take every person's name that has subscribed to our guild and, and put their name into a hat 
After Gen Con, we're going to announce another way to get your name thrown in the hat again, and then possibly one more way after that. So the goal is is to have your name thrown to the hat multiple times. By far, the easiest one's going to be just subscribing to the the guild page. The other's going to be a little a uh, little bit more in depth, but they're, they're we're doing that to give us help, give us a little bit of feedback, and just make us a better show. But as I posted on the blog post, or as we posted on the blog post, there are more than just are more than there's more than just us. Wow, pronouns are not my thing this morning. There are other podcasts, other shows that are also giving away the $50 gift card. These include the Dice Tower themselves, the Secret Cabal, Ludology, Not Just Another Game Podcast, Onboard Games, the Cardboard Jungle, the Party Game Cast, and Geek All-Stars. All of those shows from the network are participating in this giveaway. Each one of those will be giving away a $50 gift card, and they all have their different contests, so you need to go out to their websites and find out. And whenever they post, I try to tweet those out so you guys can go following and enter theirs also. And at the end, each of the winners will be put into a pool, and there will be an additional $100 and $500 gift card given away at the very end of the contest at the end of August that time Tom and Eric will be doing. So, hey, Gen Con is is coming up or it just finished. Depends on when you listen to this. Guaranteed there's going to be something from that show that you want. Here's a a way that you can get a $50 going towards that game, which will probably just buy the game right out. And an incredible opportunity, of course, the legal disclaimers. You know, your chances of winning are all based on the number of entries we have. So, you know, with our show, as we stated in the last show, you got a pretty good chance with us, but anyway, that, 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 that's true. You got more of a chance of us than say any of the other shows. Um, no, just, just kidding. Around. We're just kidding. Um, it's, it really is. It's an excellent opportunity. And of course, family members are not allowed to participate in the contest. Yada, yada, no, yada. they're not. Yeah. And we also, yeah, we just want you to know the guys, we're not participating in anybody else's shows or contest and they're not participating in ours. So just, you know, that, that wouldn't be right. So that, that is, we just want you to know that no friends or any of the other shows are able to participate either. So, so, um, definitely get out there. Um, we'll be announcing our other segments for the winners as Marty just stated, and that should be coming out, um, this week. I think that's when we're going to do it. I think we may wait till after Gen Con. After Gen Con. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's going to be so busy. People would yeah. miss it. Yeah. You're right. People would just right. totally miss the announcement. So yeah, so the pre and okay, so what's coming up after Gen Con? If you listen to this before Gen Con, afterwards, we're going to have tons of interviews uh, that we're going to be posting. We're going to be doing post show reports, just like we did with Origins. So we're going to be busy the next couple of weeks after Gen Con, getting this stuff out as fast as we can because we want the news to be as fresh as possible, and we want to get it to you as quick as we, as quick as we can. Assuming the technically challenged Tony understands how to get interviews off his iPad and into his computer, uh, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> <laughs> If you come back and it's like, they're all blank. There's nothing there. Here, I let, will flip the table. No, they, they won't be blank. I've already tested out. I mean, I appreciate it. Oh, you have? Day. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've tested that out. That's fine. It's just, all right, iTunes, da, da, what? No, I, you'll be hearing me midnight. Marty, <laughs> it's not sinking. What's wrong with it? So anyway, because, you know, I, I've got to take my work computer with me since that's, I've got the meeting. Well, we're not allowed to put iTunes or anything on there, so I've got to figure out a way to get it off of the iPad. And, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll Basically, you just you can you can email it. 
yeah. off right off your iPad. So don't worry about that. Exactly so yeah. Right. So and in fact, if if <laughs> I've told Tony if he can, he probably won't have time. If he wants to start feeding me the interviews, you know, emailing him at night or something, I'll go ahead and start putting them together and getting them out as soon as possible. Because oh, uh, there's a yeah. Who knows, Mar? You might be seeing things come because I'll be walking around with a Wi-Fi card in my pocket. Hey, awesome! And I'll work over the weekend to uh, to get that stuff out. As, as like I say, as quick as we can. There's going to be a, we don't want to compress that all into one episode. Just be way too long. So we'll do like we did at Origins, and then we'll just be looking forward to just hearing your whole experience as a first time Gen Con attender. It'll be like me screaming "Con" again as I just flip out who knows it'll be it'll, it'll be fun no doubt about it. look forward to it um uh, again uh, so you're going to be giving away the t-shirt so you guys keep an eye on that we'll do something sim- uh, simple like we said it'll be something whatever tony wants to do it may be something like hey at uh, one o'clock i'm going to be at the aeg booth come find me first one to find me gets a t-shirt something simple like that some yeah something real simple or play me in a demo game over at mayfair or something like that you know who there you go yeah, I'm not going to be able to collect all my ore and stuff. I no, wonder, I wonder if Bob and Angus are going to be there. Ooh. Yes. Oh, sweet. Bob I think Angus. they're supposed to be. That'd be awesome. Can't I enjoy those shows. But anyway. All right. Well, let's do our closeout before we go too long here, Marty. And I think I'll let you do this. Are you sure you don't want to? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, see us at, at Dice N Names. Follow us on at Dice N Names. I got it. See, I got it. There's one. There's one. Um, keep going. Keep, or you can definitely sign up on our Facebook page, you know, Rolling Dice Taking Names. Uh, do a quick search on that. And then, of course, you can always go f- and see our blog at Rolling Dice Taking Names. Nope. Na- nope. Nope. Roll Dice Take Names. Is that it? It's automatic when I type it in. Okay. RollDiceTakeNames.com over there. Read our blog where we post. And, of course, you can sign up and subscribe at iTunes. Uh, just search for us, Rolling Dice Taking Names, along those lines. Dude, you got this. I don't even need to do it anymore. You know what's next for us? What? Since you have an iPhone, I expect you to start doing some Instagramming. Vine. <laughs> the eight-second videos. <laughs> oh, you need to put that on your iPad. You need to Vine from Gen Con. Vine? Okay. I'll go. Have you ever that seen out. that before? No. It's the little eight-second burst of videos. Get, d- download Vine for your iPad. Dude, that would be so funny. Okay, I'll make sure Rebecca shows me how to do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have become my no, parents. A- a- actually, now that you mentioned that, with your, with your bulky iPad, do take pictures and post them on Twitter for us. For those who can't attend, if you see something cool, post it for us to see. Oh, I'll definitely do that. That's not a problem. And like, a, like I was telling you, you know, yes, I don't have a, a small... I don't have an iPhone. I don't have an iPod touch. I do have an iPad. So at least, you know, like I said, it will work out fine. It'll be fun. Flipping that thing, I'll hit somebody in the back of the head. I can see me hitting Randall at Catalyst Games going, okay, and what do you say, Randall? Bam, hit him with the iPad. That's... (laughs) <laughs> the reason why we say that is because we have a little uh, microphone that we can attach to like an iPhone and it makes it real easy to do interviews. But Tony's going to have to use an iPad to do this. We just had this big bulky tablet that he has to turn back and forth to himself and to whoever, whoever he's interviewing. But unless we could find out some other way to use another microphone. But anyway, so yeah, the, uh, we do appreciate that. All of us uh, people that are not attending Gen Con would appreciate any pictures if you get some news it's like hey guess what guys fantasy flight just announced this game send it out man i'll definitely do it and i saw where lee's going to gen con i didn't realize that uh he's a friend of ours who plays netrunner i'm gonna try to find him there yeah yeah 
Yeah, that that'd be cool. Yes, yeah, so uh, I guarantee he'll be around the AEG booth somewhere. All right, but well, we're getting a little long because we know that anything over an hour, people begin to lose interest. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with our show, it's about after five minutes. But yeah, hey, yeah. you know, you'll take we what you stop, can get. We gotta stop downplaying that because uh, you know <laughs> we do bring some S- self-deprecating humor. It's yeah. my uh, it's my high spot. I hear you. All right. Well, as always, I uh, look forward to Gen Con next week, guys, and then we'll see y'all in two weeks. And Until then, keep rolling dice and taking names. This episode was sponsored by the Gamers Codex, your source for game news, reviews, and a fun place to discuss the games you enjoy playing. Visit them at thegamerscodex.com. No, no, you can't get away from hell's heart. I stab at thee. For hate's sake, I spit my last breath at thee. Come!